Love Life Church podcast, and thank you for checking us out. We love God, love people, and love life, and we hope this message encourages you and inspires you. Here's today's message. that God's got a word for me. I believe God's got a word for you. I believe God's got a word for this generation. I believe if you're watching on the YouTube broadcast, God's got a word for you. Are you guys ready? Are you ready? You know what? God's got something special for every single one of us. The crazy thing about God or the cool thing about God is that he meets you right where you are. We can all hear the same word, but be in different situations. And there's God meeting you with the word, giving you seed to be planted in your heart so you can produce a harvest to get you out of this situation, right? So I believe that God's got a word for us. 2020 is our breakout year. We're not falling for the false narrative of Rona Rona and every single, um, have you guys seen all the 2020 memes? Like 2020 is after us and all this just craziness with all of the memes. I'm like, no, I'm not participating in that. 2020 is my breakout year. I'm believing we're breaking through so that we can break out, right? We're breaking through so that we can break out. We were born for this. Our series we're talking about is born for this. Look at your neighbor and say, you were born for this. You were born for this. You were born for this. You were born for what? You were born to have a real relationship with God. You were born to have a real relationship with Jesus and the Holy Spirit. You were born for this hour, for this time, for this generation. God didn't call you for any other time. He called you for right now. Don't be afraid of this time. Don't be afraid of this era. Just know that you were born for this. You were born to overcome. You were born to conquer. You were born to win. You were born to endure hard things. We're like, no, yes. You were born for this. You were born for such a time as this. You were born to never give up. You were born to win. God has a plan for you. If your parents planned you or not, if they, if they prayed for you, it does not matter. God had a plan for you. God has a plan for you in this moment. Never give up. And can you just trust God's timing? Like, can you trust God's timing? I mean, I'm serious. We got we to gotta wake up because 2020 is coming after us. And I'm like, uh, 2020, I'm coming after you. 2020, I'm coming after you because it's my breakout year. That's my moment to break out 2020. Now, and to me, that means like punching, fighting. I like that kind of stuff. So we about to break out and break through. So tonight we're going to be talking about I will not live in fear. Yeah. I'm so excited to be talking about fear because I like to talk about fearless faith. So look at your neighbor say, I will not live in fear. Fear, it's over. Fear, we're breaking up with you. It's done. We're going to choose to live in fearless faith. Who wants to live in fearless faith? God's called us to live in fearless faith. In this time, in this era, with all the craziness, we need to walk in fearless faith. And we can only walk in fearless faith when we know that we know that we know. What? That God is able. But we need to know that we know that we know that God loves us. We need to know that we know, right, with that unveiled face. Remember last week we were talking about the veil, and they're only walking in the shadows. They're only walking in the shadows of God's true love. Well, we're here to break every chain. We're here to break off the veil. We're here to break through, break out, and break out into what? Into God's real love, into the love that God has for every single one of us. 
We're not going to fear. We're going to walk in faith. In Psalms 118.6, it says, The Lord is on my side. I will not fear. What can man do to me? Yeah, baby. The Lord is on my side. I will not fear. What can man do to me? In Romans 8.31, What then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? We need to not just know this scripture, but we need to know this in our heart. If you knew that God was on your side and you're standing in front of an enemy, you would not care because God is on your side. It's like you getting ready to go box. Okay, I've been jumped before. Yeah, Miss Sasha had her era and days. Get on Miss Sasha, okay? I've been jumped. I was jumped by six girls, okay, and your girl hold her own for three, but then after the three more jumped in, all I could do was grab the little one, just put it over my face and tick the rest, right? That, it sounds funny, but that was not cool. That was not, that was not cool. But let me tell you, let me tell you, Chattel may be looking small, but Chattel could fight. So together, together, we could have took them all. But by myself, I could only take three. So I just think about these moments, like if you had your dad with you, but in that moment I had my sister with me, and together they didn't mess, and nobody ever touched Shantae because they know they had to go through both of us. But it gives you like a confidence. It gives you, you can just walk up to anything and anyone when you know that you got somebody on your side. When you know that you got somebody equal to you who's going to fight for you, who's going to be there with you, who's got your back through thick and thin. You're like, what up? Let's go. Come on. Let's go. You get this kind of confidence, right? Imagine if we had that kind of confidence in God with us that we will not fear. Why? What can man do to me? If God is for me, who can be against me? Imagine if we really started to understand that God is for us, not against us. He's not after us. He's not watching out to scold us. He's not sending sickness and disease after us. We're, we are afraid of God, and the enemy would love for us to be under that bondage, to be afraid of God. Instead of to be in a love relationship with God, it's a father who's protecting us, who's watching over us, who's got our back, right? He's better than a big sister. <laughs> He's God. <laughs> and if God is for us, who can be against us? In Psalms 27, 1 through 3, this is the Passion Translation. It says, fearless faith. The Lord is my revelation light to guide me along the way. He is the source of my salvation to defend me every day. I fear no one, nobody, no thing. I fear no one. I will never turn, I will never turn back and run from you, Lord. Surround and protect me. When evil ones come to destroy me, they're the ones that's going to be turning back. They're the ones that's going to be running, right? The enemy would love for us in, in a time of fear to run from God, to run from the house of God, to run from the things of God. But I love that David is saying, no, my enemy is going to come towards me. He's going to be running the other way. Why? Because if God is for me who can be against me with God on my side we can conquer anything right I fear no one when the enemy comes to destroy me they'll be the ones to turn back my heart will not be afraid even if an army rises to attack I know what 
I know that you are there for me, so I will not be shaken. Do you know that God is there for you? Do you know that God is with you? And if you don't know, I want you to know that God is there for you. God loves you unconditionally. God will never leave you. He will never forsake you. It doesn't matter how far you run. It doesn't matter what you've done. God will never leave you unconditionally. Unconditionally. That's the kind of love that God has. That means there's no conditions. That means there's no strings attached. You can't buy God's love. You can't earn God's love. God's love is a gift. And God loves you. And God's got your back. And God is ready to defeat your enemies for you. Can you trust him? Can you trust him? Can you trust him that he loves you? I can walk in confidence when I know that God loves me. When I know that God's got me. When I know that God is the healer. Fear is not from God. Look at your neighbor and say, fear is not from God. So just a little bit of fear will help you. No, 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 no. No, fear is not from God. Fear is not from God. Fear is a tool of the enemy to stop us from going and growing closer to God. Fear pushes us away from God to grow close with God and his word and his truth about us, right? Fear keeps us in bondage. Fear keeps us in bondage to our past to our past failures, our past hurts. Fear is trying to keep us strapped up, locked down. You ain't going nowhere. Fear will paralyze you. Fear will cripple you. You can't even move. Why? Fear. Fear is of the enemy. Fear tries to keep you in bondage to rejection, loss, lack, insufficiencies, insecurities, mistakes, sins, bad choices. Fear will keep you in bondage, but we're ready to live in fearless faith. And the only way we're going to live in fearless faith is to know that fear is not from God and that perfect love cast out fear and that God is love. Watch out, world. You ain't even ready for this. Love life. Look at your neighbor say, wake up. Wake up. God's got something for you. Fear is not from God. 2 Timothy 1.7 for God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and a sound mind. We have been set free from fear. God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. Like power, love, and a sound mind. We have been set free from fear. God has not given us a spirit of fear. I don't know how many times I could say that. We got to know that we know that fear is not from God. You know, sometimes like a little bit of fear will help you. No. No fear, no fear here. God lives here, right? No fear here. But he's given us a sound mind. That means a well-balanced, disciplined mind. You know where fear starts? In your mind. Fear will freeze you. Fear, fear, makes you, fear makes us do stuff we wish we didn't do, you know? People, okay, never mind, I'm not going to go there. But sometimes drivers, never mind. I'm not the best driver I think I am, but I'm not the best driver. But there's some people that be going so slow. Just today on my way to work, there is a car. I was like, are you kidding me? Sometimes I got to calm myself down. And I have a small little car that, I mean, it has no power right now. So I'm like, nothing. I'm like, it's okay. 
I got all that I got, like barely passing anybody. So it was a season for me. I think the Lord's teaching me something in this vehicle. I'm receiving all the lessons that I need so that I don't have to repeat this one, right, Lord? Pass this test, move on. Anyways, that was for free. Truth is that being set free from something doesn't mean that it disappears. We're set free from fear. It doesn't mean that fear disappears. Being set free from something doesn't mean that it's never going to knock on your door again. Like we think that being, we're set free from fear. And then when it comes back, you're like, ooh, I thought I was set free. You are. You are set free. Just because fear knocks on the door doesn't mean that we have to answer and make room for it. Oh, yeah, fear, come on in. Come into my heart, into my mind. I have a little sofa for you. Oh, yeah, you like your sofa? How Get cozy. Here's some mac and cheese. Stay for dinner. No, no, we're not answering the door to fear. We're, if we look through the people, we say, no, you got to go. I'm not interested. No, thank you. We cannot allow fear in our hearts. We cannot allow fear in our minds, right? Fear of failure, fear of being hurt, fear of past pains, fear of rejection, fear of death. Some people with all of the Rona Rona going on, they're afraid of death and it's paralyzing them, right? We cannot be afraid of death. We cannot be afraid of loss. We cannot be afraid of lack. We cannot be afraid that there's not enough. We can't allow these fears when we know that God is our provider, when we know that we can just get some seed in the ground, when we know that God is the healer, right? We can have fear of being alone, fear of the future, fear of sickness and disease. When fear knocks, because it does, I have to remind myself, I will not allow fear in my heart. I will not allow fear in my mind. Like, no fear here. I will not live in fear another day of my life. Look at your neighbor and say, I will not live in fear another day of my life. And if I need you to remind me of this later, please do. <laughs> I will not live in fear another day of my life. There's some things that I have to tell myself. I will not live in fear. I will not live in lack. I will not live in whatever it is, whatever it is that haunts you or taunts you. You need to remind yourself, I will not live in fear another day of my life. I will not live with any of those things that are not from God, another day in our lives, right? We have to choose to readjust our thinking, right? Reevaluate our thinking and renew our thinking to what? To God's word, to what God says. We have to continually recalculating, 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 right? Well, just like Pastor Dan said on, on Sunday, he's like, we're turning, turning, turn right, turn right, recalculating, 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 recalculating. That's us. All day, every day. When fear's knocking on your door, you're not all like, oh, no, no, no. Fear, I know you by name already. I'm not going to go down that whole recalculating, recalculating, recalculating. I'm just not going to make the U-turn. All right? I'm just not turning in. I'm not going to say, hey, what's up, fear? How's it going? Come in for the mac and cheese. No. No, no, no. We're going to look through the people. Nope. You got to go, right? We're not going to have to do that. But first, we have to learn God's word. If we don't know God's word, then we have nothing new to put in. We have no new information to counteract that fear. We don't have God's law filled in our hearts so that we know how to respond to that situation. That's why we got to know God's, we got to know God's love. We have to learn to recognize fear and recalculate our response and take authority over it. Do you know that we've been given authority? 
We've been given authority. When Jesus went to the cross, we've been given authority. He did that for you and I. He did that so that we, he could restore humanity back to the Father, so that he could restore our relationship. He did it so that he could give us power, so that he could give us love, so that he could give us a sound mind. So we need to renew that mind so that we could walk in that freedom, so that we could walk in that authority. No fear here. God has not given me a spirit of fear, but God has given me power, love, and a sound mind, right? I will not live in fear. You will not live in fear. We will not live in fear. We will not run from fear. But you know what we will do? We will confront fear because we're not afraid of fear because fear is a liar. The devil is a liar, right? Trickster for kids, devil. We growing up here at Love Life Church. We ain't playing games, right? We will not live in fear. We're going to confront it because we will not live in fear. Why? What can man do to me? If God is for us, who can be against us? Who can be against us? God is not for us because we are good. God is for us because he is good. Oh, let me repeat that for those in the back. God is not for us because we are good. God is for us because he is good and he is God and he is love. So I may feel fear, but I will not allow it to rule in my life. I have to make that choice every single day. You have to make that choice. So here's an example. Yesterday I had to go to get some blood work done, right, for my doctor to prove how healthy I am, how strong I am, that I'm overcoming the enemy, that the devil is a liar, because your girl's believing for a miracle, and I thank God for miracles happening every single day. If I feel it or not, I know a miracle's happening. I know that I'm breaking through to break out, that miracles are happening right now in my life, in your life, in this world life, in our nation's life, in this church's life, right? We're believing for miracles to happen. So I got to go to get my blood work done. And I kid you not, everybody there is just in fear. Everywhere you go, people are in fear. And I'm just like, hey, how you doing? You know, got my six feet, got my mask, got everything going on. How you doing? You know, are you in this line and this line? Okay, where's this line? I probably could have reorganized the whole place. It would have been great. But anyways, just in there to do what I need to do, right? To prove how healthy I am. So I've been having a lot of testing done. It's my first time having an MRI, okay? I'm talking about, I'm not a fearful person. I, I'm not fear, I don't, I'm not afraid of anything really. Okay, I don't like bugs, but I'm not like afraid of them, but I hate them. So that's like a different story, but we're not gonna go there. So don't ever play games with me. We're at camp. I don't wanna see no roaches, no spiders, nothing. You know, that your girl got a pair of lungs, and if I scream, we're all gonna go crazy. But anyways, I don't like bugs. Doesn't mean I'm afraid of them. Slightly afraid of them, whatever. So, okay, I am slightly afraid of them. But they don't, but they don't control me because like literally this is what happens. Like there was a huge, gigantic, gigantic monster roach, okay? And I am so afraid of them, but the thought of it being free is more fear than me killing it. So it's like, and then it's dead and I kill it. So you see what I'm saying? So I'm not afraid of them. I don't like them, but anyways. Okay, that was for free. So I had my first MRI and I'm going in there. For some reason, I thought that it would just scan your body. I didn't know that like, I thought it would be like to hear, okay? 
So they get me in, they strap me down. I feel like I'm locked down with these seatbelts. And at the end, right before I go in, she's like, here's this button, you push this button. If for any reason you cannot bear it at all time and it's an eject button. I'm like, am I going to space? Like, <laughs> But I'm not a fearful person. Like, and I didn't Google what it was or nothing, you know? But they did say, like, if you have any metal, to be careful because the metal could be pulled out or whatever. These are magnets. So I'm like, I have braces, okay, just to let them know. So I'm fine. I'm like, this is no big deal. I'm not afraid of anything, right? I'm closing my eyes like I'm going to take a nap, okay? So I close my eyes, and, and then she gives me the button. I'm like, oh, that's kind of strange. So all of a sudden I go in, and I open my eyes. There was no outlet. It, I was in it like a coffin. Like, I opened my eyes. I was like, <laughs> suddenly I couldn't breathe. Suddenly I, I thought, I mean, like, they done buried me. Like, they done buried me. What is wrong with these people? I close my eyes for five seconds. I'm under the ground. And, and I'm like, the eject button, the eject button. I have an eject button. And I was like, girl, like, you're not afraid of anything. I'm not afraid of this MRI. I'm not afraid of the results. I'm not afraid of whatever the enemy is gonna head, uh, just gonna throw my way. I'm not afraid of this moment. I'm not afraid of this coffin. I'm not afraid of death. I'm not afraid of anything. I had to remind myself, girl, you got a purpose. God's called you. He has a plan for your life. You're gonna get out of this. You're gonna get through this. And I'm like, and suddenly I calmed down. I could breathe again. And I was like in there for 30 minutes and I was like, wow, that was fear. It was like, it's crippling. And it was just so cool to know that when you know that God loves you, when you know that God is with you, when you know that God is on your side, when you know that God has a future for you, this moment will pass. This moment will be gone, but you will be greater, and you will be stronger. Why? Because you trusted in God, and whom shall you fear? No one, nothing, nobody, right? Because God is with us. What shall we fear? Nothing. But because I know that perfect love cast out fear, I can trust in God, and I can walk in without fear. I have to remind myself that God loves me unconditionally. God loves you unconditionally. Look at your neighbor and say, God loves you unconditionally. I may have some conditions, but God doesn't. <laughs> we ain't Jesus yet, okay? We may have some conditions, but God has unconditional love for every single one of us. Unconditional love means not subject to any conditions. There's no strings attached. You cannot earn God's love. You cannot buy God's love. God's love is not for sale. God's love is a gift, and he's freely given it through the blood of Jesus. Guys, we were born for this. We were born for what? We were born for unconditional love. We were born for fearless faith. We were born to change the world. We were born for this hour, for this time, for this generation. We were born for this. And when we start to understand God's love, when we start to understand that God is on our side, we will not walk in fear because it gives us fearless confidence. 
It gives us fearless confidence that God is with us, that he is on our side, that he has our back, that we don't need to fear anything. Fear is a liar. Like, fear is a liar. Fear is a liar. You know what? But perfect love casts out fear. There is no fear in love. I love that. There's no fear in God. There is no fear in love. 1 John 4, 16 through 19. This is the Amplified because you know your girl likes some words. All right? We have come to know. This means what we have come to know. It took us some time to come to this understanding. We have come to know by personal observation and experience. We're experiencing God's love. We're experiencing God's grace. We're experiencing God's miracles. We're experiencing God and have believed with deep, consistent faith the love which God has for us because God is love. And the one who abides, what's abides? Lives close with, dwells with, right? Has relationship with, with love abides in God and God abides continually in them. In this union, in this friendship, in this fellowship, in this relationship with him, love is completed and perfected with us so that we may have confidence in the day of judgment with assurance and boldness to face him. Because as he is, so are we in this world. God is love. And as God is, so are we in this world. We need to have boldness. We need to walk in that boldness. There is no fear in love. Dread does not exist. But perfect, complete, full-grown love drives out fear. Because fear involves the experience of divine punishment. So that the one who is afraid of God's judgment is not perfected in love, has not grown into sufficient understanding of God's love. We love because he first loved us. It just means we need to grow in understanding of God's love, right? If there's something that you're fearing, how many of us still deal with fears? All of us have some area where we deal with fear. You know what? We just need to discover God's love in that area. We need to discover God's grace in that area. We need to discover God's mercy in that area, that God's got us covered, right? It's only because we're lacking understanding of God's love in that area. We're not a loser, right? We just need to grow up in that area, in that area, right? Let's continue to grow in God's love and actually experience it. Have an experience of God's love. When you need God's love in an area of your life, experience it. Talk to him. It said relationship, fellowship, right? That means, how many of you guys have friends? (laughs) How many of you guys want friends? How many of you guys, we need some more friends. How many of you guys are done with quarantine, right? So to have a friendship, it involves communication. It involves like relationship, right? It involves fellowship. It involves eating together. So we need to invite God into a relationship with us. You know, when you're having a meal, invite God into the meal. When you're having, invite God. And when you're having a weakness, invite God into your weakness. When you're having a strength, invite God into your strength. When you're watching TV, invite God into the TV show. Like seriously, I love being single because it helps you to invite God into every area of 
of your life. You wake up, you're like, what up, Jesus? How's it going? I slept good. Thank you for that. I appreciate it. It was nice. You know, like when you go to bed, you're like, uh, you just talk to God about your day because you know why? It's you and Jesus a lot. It's you and him. And I'm just, hey, I can speak for myself. That's your girl's life, okay? But if you're married, I'm sure it's just as great and even better. I love y'all for that, okay? But I'm just talking from my experience. Hey, man, we got one brother like, hey! <laughs> that was awesome. That was too cute. All I'm saying is invite God into your life. Invite God into your life. God's a gentleman. He has to be invited into the situation. God's not going to just, God's not like fear, jumping in. <laughs> fear just jumps into the situation, uninvited, you're just ready, you're like, hey, how's it going? Like, no, 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 we didn't invite you. God's knocking at the door. He needs to be invited into the situation, right? Let's, let's invite God. Let's experience God's love in our situation, right? We have to just know that we need to grow up. That's why we come to church. This is why we read the word, right? This is why we do devotionals. This is why we do the fit for life. This is why we do internship. This is why we do Love Life University. This is why we do um, life study. Why? Just so that we can have another thing going on another day? No. So that we can grow. So we could grow in understanding. So that we could grow in God's love. Going from level to level, right? Going from glory to glory. Going from inch to inch. We want to go mile to mile. But growing is just going forward going forward in that area, right? Going forward. Knowledge and application of that knowledge is power. Knowledge and application of that knowledge is a power. Jesus said in John 8, 32, and you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. You know who's the truth? Jesus. Jesus is the truth. Jesus is the way. Jesus is the life. John, uh, Jesus said in John 16, 33, these things I have spoken to you, that in me you may have peace. In the world you will, you what? You will, you what? You will have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. How can all this craziness be going on and we're talking about be of good cheer? Why? Because Jesus has overcome the world. Jesus has overcome the Rona. Jesus has overcome sickness and disease. Jesus has overcome lack. Jesus has overcome that test and exam that you need to pass. Jesus has overcome whatever it is. Jesus overcome the world. Be of good cheer. Be of good cheer is not like cheers. Be happy. Cheers. You know, when you're like, you know when you're cheersing. That is not what God is talking about. Be of good cheers. Yeah. Be of good cheer. When Jesus is saying be of good cheer, he's saying be filled with strength and power. Be filled with strength and power. Confident courage that I have overcome the world. Be filled with strength and power. There is no fear in love. That's power. There is no fear in love. That is some power. Power, love, and a sound mind. Fear will stop you from seeing the answer. Fear will stop you from seeing Jesus. Fear will stop you from seeing the truth. Fear will stop you from seeing the way. Fear will stop you from living your best life. Fear, fear will create a false narrative so you can see delusions and deceptions of the enemy. Y'all ready for this? It's a ghost, and it's Jesus. That's fear. <laughs> That's what fear will do to us. Remember, tricks for kids. We growing up here at Love Life Church, right? We tell the devil, no, nah, devil, them tricks ain't, oh, we ain't falling for them tricks. Tricks are for kids. 
Does anybody remember that? Do they, is that still a commercial? Is that still a thing? Just saying, bringing my 90s self or 80s self, whatever self I am today. <laughs> We're walking in our God-given authority. In Matthew 14, 22, immediately Jesus made his disciples get into the boat and go before him to the other side. Well, he sent the multitudes away, and when he had sent the multitudes away, he went up on the mountain by himself to pray. Now, when, he, when evening came, he went alone there, but the boat was now in the middle of the sea, tossed by the waves, for the wind was wild. Now, in the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went to them, walking on the sea. And when the disciples saw him on the sea, they were troubled, saying, it's a ghost. They cried out for fear. What does fear do? Fear creates illusions, delusions, and you're seeing things. It's like it's, it's keeping you from seeing Jesus. It's keeping you from seeing the truth. It's keeping you from seeing the way. It's keeping you from living your best life. Fear will keep you from seeing the answer, seeing Jesus. Fear will create a false narrative. Can you see it? in our lives, in this generation, right? Matthew 14, 27. But immediately Jesus spoke to them saying, be of good cheer. It is I, do not be afraid. Jesus is saying to you, be of good cheer. Be filled with strength and power, confident courage. It is I, Jesus is saying, it is I, do not be afraid. Jesus is saying, take courage, I am with you. Jesus is saying, take courage, I am your provider. Take courage, I am your healer. Take courage, I am your father. Take courage, I am your friend. Take courage, right, I am on your side. Take courage, I am unconditional love. Take courage, be filled with strength and power, confident courage, because together with me, you will never fail. Jesus is saying, together with me, you will never fail. I am on your side. Jesus is telling us, do not be afraid. Only believe. Look at your neighbor and say, only believe. Only believe. Do not fall for the false narrative of fear. In Mark 5, 35, while he was still speaking, some came from, from the ruler of the synagogue's house and said, your daughter is dead. Imagine. Why trouble the teacher any further? As soon as Jesus heard the word that was spoken, he said to the ruler of the synagogue, do not be afraid, only believe. I don't know what your situation is. I don't know what you're going through. I don't know whatever it is that there's, there's so much going on. But you know what? God knows. God knows what your situation is. God knows what you're going through. God knows the hairs on your head. God knows everything about you. God knows your name. He knows your address. He knows your phone number. He knows the last text you sent. God knows. Don't be afraid. <laughs> Take courage. <laughs> don't be afraid. Only believe. And he permitted no one to follow him except for Peter, James, and John. Then he came to the house of the ruler of the synagogue. He saw an uproar and those who wept, they're crying, wailed. When he came in, he said to them, why make this commotion and weep? This child is not dead, but sleeping. Can you believe the word of the Lord? Are you going to believe what you see? She looks dead, 
but are you going to believe Jesus? This child is not dead, but sleeping. And what did they do? They ridiculed him. But when he had put them all out, <laughs> Jesus was like, get out. <laughs> you, get out. You want to make fun of what's going on? Get out. You ain't believing for the miracle? Get out. Sometimes we need to say that to some people in our life. You ain't believing what I'm believing for? Get out. <laughs> Be gone. And you know what? Maybe you can reintroduce them into your life in another season. But sometimes it's a season that you got to say, peace. Why? Because you're not believing for the same thing. We're not headed in the same direction, right? With friends, with pressures, with things that are going on. If you're not going in the same direction, somebody's going to win. It's either you or them. Who's the leader in the situation? It's very easy. Who's following? You know the other one's the leader. <laughs> they ridiculed him. And he said, this, but this child is not dead but sleeping. They really killed him, but he said, get out. He took the father and the mother of the child and those who were with him and entered where the child was lying. Then he took the child by the hand and he said to her, Lisa Kumun, I'm not going to try to act like I know how to say that, which is translated, he said, little girl, I say to you, arise. Immediately the girl rose and walked, and she was 12 years of age, and they were overcome with great joy, with great amazement. Jesus is telling us, don't be afraid. Only believe. Only believe that you were born for this. Only believe that God called you. Only believe that God has a plan for you. Only believe that you were born for unconditional love. I don't care what kind of love you've received in the natural and in this world. Only believe that you are born for unconditional love by the Father. He has a plan for you. It does not matter what you've been through. He's got a plan for you. You were born for fearless faith, to walk in fearless faith. When the world looks like chaos, we can walk straight in, look at fear and confront it with fearless faith because we know that God is on our side. What shall we fear? If God is for us, who can be against us? We were born for this kind of power. We were born for this kind of authority. We were born for this kind of love and a sound mind, right? The Lord is on our side. We will not fear. 2020 is our breakout year. It doesn't matter what's going on. We're breaking through to break out of this virus. We're breaking through to break out of all the economic, financial troubles that are going on. We're breaking through to break out because we know that God is our provider. We know that God is the healer. We know that God is the redeemer. We know that God is the restorer. We know that God is with us. So we're going to break through to break out in every area of our lives. Why? Because we believe the word of the Lord, not what we see. God said it at the beginning of the year. Do you remember it? Because God has a word for all of us. Our spirits are strong. Our emotions are settled. Our minds are disciplined. Our bodies are healed and made whole. And we are strong in the Lord and the power of his might, not our own. We can't do it in our own strength. We can't overcome all of this in our own strength. I can't overcome all of this, this um, healing journey in my own strength. But with God's strength... I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, right? We can do all things through Christ who strengthens us, through Christ who strengthens us. I just want you guys to know that God loves you unconditionally. And the only way that you're going to walk in fearless faith is to know that perfect love casts out fear. And you don't have to fear anything. You don't have to fear death. You don't have to fear dying. 
You don't have to be afraid. Like, I thought I was in the coffin. And then I remembered, oh, I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid. Why? Because God is with me. Here are gone. God, I'm with God. God is with me. I'm not afraid of fear. I'm not afraid of anything. Why? Because God is with me. And if tonight you want to walk in that fearless confidence, you want to know that you know that you know that God is with you, then tonight, if you have not called on the name of Jesus, I want to give you an opportunity to call on the name of Jesus, right? In Romans 10, 9 and 10, it says, believe in your heart, declare with your mouth, and you will be saved. It's so simple. It's so easy. Believe in your heart. Declare in your mouth that you will be saved. Remember, God's love is not for sale. We can't buy it. We can't earn it. It's a free gift. It's a free gift, and he has that gift for you. If tonight you want to call in the name of Jesus, let's say a prayer together. Everybody bow your heads, close your eyes. Let's pray this together. Say, Jesus, I call in your name right now. I believe in you. I ask you to save me. Set me free in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. If you said that prayer tonight for the first time, you are saved. You have entered into the family. And God has a special plan for you and for your life. And we would love to get some resources to you. If you could click that button that I received Jesus, you can raise your hand in the building. If you received Jesus, we have a packet for you. We have a book that Pastor Dan wrote. It's an amazing book. It's the next step. You know, there's so much more to just getting to heaven. We can actually live heaven on earth. We can start living heaven on earth. God has plans for us. So please click the button. Uh, hit the connect card because we would love to connect with you. I love you guys, and I'm so thankful for every single one of you guys. Thanks again for listening. To hear more encouraging messages just like this one, make sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel for past episodes. If you loved what you received, please consider rating it and sharing it with your friends and family. For more information about Love Life and getting connected with us, go to lovelife.church. We love you and are believing God's best for you.